Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. I'm Andrew Cannon, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to the Joy Power Bricks series. In each episode of the series, I'll be giving you a highlights tour of a superpower which we've recently covered in depth in the Joy Superpower series. So why not grab a cup of tea or coffee, sit back and enjoy 10 minutes or so in my company as we reflect this week on the art and science of empathy, digging into the science and sharing inspiring stories from Rob Volp, who was a recent guest on our podcast. Rob is CEO of Ignite360, which leads a team of creative professionals serving the world's leading brands across a range of industries. On top of that, Rob's also author of the book, Tell Me More About That, Solving the Empathy Crisis One Conversation at a Time. Empathy, for sure, is at the heart of the book, as well as this episode. During our discussion, Rob opened up about his childhood growing up in a small town in Indiana, which wasn't all sunshine. He experienced a lot of bullying, which he laments, but credits for making him more empathetic. Unfortunately, the school world at large seems to become narrow when it comes to caring and empathy. A meta-study brought up by Rob during our discussion, conducted from 1979 to 2009 by Sarah Conrath, suggests that empathy has been on a steady decline in universities, declining by about 40% from 2000 onwards. This means there's been a great reduction in the ability to see other people's points of view, which I think we can agree we see playing out in politics, in the media, and in social media, for example, on an almost daily basis, as views become more polarized and opinions more entrenched. Similarly, research from Rob's own company has provided data from a thousand adults that shows that approximately one third of people could not agree on one common thing. The definition of empathy or how to even approach it is manifold and can get needlessly complex. Fortunately, Rob narrows down empathy into two categories, emotional and cognitive. Emotional empathy is what you have with your close circle, your tribe, so to speak, lifelong friends and family. Cognitive empathy, on the other hand, is more analytical, having more to do with the knowledge of how someone else might be feeling as opposed to actually feeling it. The difference, as Rob points out, might be difficult to pinpoint, especially in practice, and therefore his book. A study conducted by Shihui Han, published in 2009, corroborates and supports this division. The study suggests that there is less empathy towards outsiders, brain differences, reinforced preferences for those in the same social group. Brain imaging studies that show that feeling empathy for others in pain stimulates a brain area called the anterior cingulate cortex. Building on these results, the study authors tested the theory that these empathic feelings increase for members of the same social group. So how to tackle this lack of empathy? Well, Rob finds that getting to know and sincerely communicating with different people is key to unlocking a more wider net of empathy. 
if everyone believes the same thing, acts in a similar way, or comes from very similar backgrounds, then there's really no reason to build and develop empathy for anyone outside of your own social group. This, of course, cannot be the way to go in any modern community, especially at work, where people from all walks of life come together to combine their strengths. What Rob is talking about here links nicely with what Paula Rzeski spoke to us about in our special episode six, Conversation on Inclusion. During that episode, we looked at studies suggesting that companies that identify themselves as diverse and inclusive have a bigger chance of beating their competition. Even the market shows the benefit of learning to work together and appreciate freshness, differences, and uniqueness. Embracing uniqueness starts with overcoming biases, which both Paula and Rob think can be done by meeting people outside of your usual circle. It's a theme that returns time and again as we dive into the building blocks of joy, exploring the unknown, expanding your emotional depth. Emotional depth and empathy in general may also have a lot to do with age and experience, but also with genetics, which makes people more predisposed to empathy. Empathy starts from birth, already during the first days, but studies show that emotional empathy can develop with age while cognitive empathy starts to decline. While results are still inconclusive, there's likely an ebb and flow in how we receive other people, how we communicate, which reflects in our ability to feel for and with others. Rob's research has shown that the younger generation, sometimes called Gen Z, now in the teenage to early 20s, are keen on seeking out empathy, how it works and developing it. Perhaps that's something that everyone should try and emulate. So we're ending this episode on empathy with Rob's three tips for using the Joyce superpower of empathy in your own life. Tip number one, understand that there is emotional and cognitive empathy and don't be afraid of that. Empathy is complex and it's okay not to necessarily understand what's happening emotionally. Tip number two, lower your judgment, embrace and appreciate differences. And tip number three, be courageous. Embracing your gentle side and embracing others can take courage if you're not used to it. Rather than evading empathy, get used to it. Well, that's it for today's Power Break episode. I hope you found inspiration and feel empowered to add more empathy to your own life by listening to some of the science, as well as the insights and tips from empathy expert Rob Volp. I hope this episode shone a new light on empathy and will help you on your journey of discovery and self-improvement. This brief summary of my conversation with Rob covers a part of what we discussed, but if you want to get the full picture, give our Joy Superpowers podcast episode a listen, which you can find a link to in the show notes. Feel free to also check out the episode recap on our blog. If you haven't done so yet, you can follow the Art and Science of Joy on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Please come and join the conversation and help us spread the power of joy. Why not start by simply sharing what brings you joy today and by sharing your own experiences, past and present, with empathy. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, farewell, be joyful, 
and be empathic.